I freaking love our podcast. I'm so hungry right now. I assumed his name was Darth Virgin. <laughs> Come on. You're talking dirty to me right now. She's like, what do you got in your mouth? And I got a fruit by the foot hanging halfway down to my lap. <laughs> I like to eat my calories, not drink them. <laughs> All right, hello, hello, and welcome back to episode 44 of Conversational Humor with Pun and Balrog. This is Pun across from me. Hi, guys. And I'm Balrog, as you know. Today is Tuesday. No, what's today? <laughs> today is Sunday. Today is Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, dementia. February the 11th. Well, we were supposed to record on Tuesday, so I, I didn't change that. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about our favorite comedy movie quotes. Uh, this episode is going to be lots of fun, and it will cover about 35%, I realized, of my daily vocabulary pun. Yeah, me While too. I was researching it, I was like, oh, this is all I ever say are comedy movie quotes. <laughs> it's like legit a giant portion of yeah. what I talk about all day, every day. I purposely, uh, actually, we could talk about this later. Keep going. Are you a movie quote guy in, in life? Yeah. Yep. I, I don't understand the guys that aren't movie quote Me guys. neither. You ever run across them and they're like, how do you know every all, line of every movie? All the like, time. How do you not know? I, I, I did this when I first started <laughs> at the company I'm at. Now I walked into the break room. Somebody changed the radio in my truck and I walked in and went, don't you ever touch a black man's radio. You can you can die. You can get killed around here for that. And no one laughed. No one got it. Nobody watched Rush Hour apparently. <laughs> Which one of y'all just kicked me? <laughs> Uh, in about a half an hour, I'm warning people, you're going to be inundated with 90s and 2000s movie quotes because mm -hmm. sometimes... A go ahead. Andy wrote 1,000. I probably got 15. Yeah. No, I wrote about 50. Yeah. I knew. I figured. <laughs> I was going to just do a couple and then we're going to riff yeah. off Andy's. Some people uh, always say, well, you, get, you didn't put anything from the 80s in there or whatever. And I'm like, Pun and I grew up in the 90s and 2000s. Like yeah. It just is what it is. So you hey, are going to be inundated with Also, those. I realized, I didn't write a ton of the quotes down, but I realized Wedding Crashers may be more quotable than Dumb and Dumber. It's <laughs> a tough one. It's a tough one. I, I would say my tops just out of the gate were Dumb and Dumber and Billy Madison. Like okay. nonstop, those two movies. And I also realized comedy is generational. If you ask, maybe have we talked about this before? If It's always like when you're in your teens and early 20s yes. are, are the funniest yeah, movies. Yeah, the funniest movies. Ask somebody that was born in like 1969 what the funniest comedy ever is. Yeah. Animal House. Right. right. Immediately. Ask people Our like, yes. It's always Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Number yeah, one. absolutely. It's just so funny how generational it is. Actually, I meant to look up quotes from Animal House. I've only seen it a couple oh, oh, times. So that's what I was going to say is I purposely didn't look up uh, quotes because I, I also want to see how much we misquote them. And for E's and O's next week, we're going to find out like... <laughs> You know, because they kind of transform yeah. in your yes. brain over the years. I actually noticed that when I was writing, the, typing the quotes down. I'm like, oh, I've said this wrong forever and ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I purposely probably, well, not purposely, but I'm, I wrote them down the way I remember them in my head. Yeah. And I want to see how far off I am. It's like when you're singing a song and you don't know the line. So you look out the window while you're driving. Yeah. And then I was. <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah. Uh, happy belated one year anniversary, by the way, Pun. Yeah, thank you. I put it on socials. We have been recording for over a year now. I think it was like eight, nine t days ago. That that red teddy you got me for our anniversary, <laughs> it looked really good on me. You look fabulous thank in it. Thank you. You had some <laughs> some issues. Never mind, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> some drooping issues in certain areas. Oh my God. <laughs> Clipping that out. Oh, uh, we can do it now since we're talking about being. Oh no! Let me let me rip through okay, for, for our one year anniversary. I wanted to, I said I was going to read off our stats. 
because I'm proud of this pun, and pun's proud of this. We're both very proud of it. A double D. We have 339 total followers. Nice. We have been listened to in 39 countries because we added two more. You'll hear about at the end of the show. Mm. And in our home country of the U.S. of A., we have been listened to in 45 states plus Washington, D.C. Wow. Our, our initial goal was 10,000 listens. And do, you think, do you think it was Joe Biden? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> just like in the Oval Office. Just like, oh, let's turn these dudes out. They're hilarious. Oh, my old uncle Corn Pop. <laughs> Uh, our initial goal we said was 10,000. I think we just kind of pulled a number out of a hat. Yeah, without realizing that. I mean, you got to think we've done nothing that's gone viral. We've done those are how you get big numbers. And to yeah. just, we're just like slowly gra- grinding going up. It, yeah, grinding we're grinding it up. It so we did fall short of that. Guess how many we have? Can you take a guess? Listens, total listens of episodes 9,218. Damn, 9,281. You, <laughs> you were just a little dyslexic at the end there. <laughs> Flip that number around. Wow. 9,281. Over 43 usually, episodes, a trailer, and a bonus. Usually I'm dramatic where it's like we either go one or one, 65 million. Yeah. <laughs> Should have gone 65 million. Um, and in recognition of our one-year anniversary, we did get a gift in the mail. Oh, yeah? What's that? This is from, if we did a friend of the that, pod. It looks like a ring, by the if way. We did from a, here, it looks like a ring box, like he's about to propose If to we me. did a friend of the pod draft special, Sarah would go at the one Oh, she's spot. from, yeah. I don't know what this is yet. I'm going to toss it to you, and you okay. can open it. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm, an, I'm, I have a feeling I know what it is. I'm going to say. Pond doesn't listen to the podcast, so he probably has no clue. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> listen ever. Um, I'm going to say this is a keychain with our faces on it. <laughs> I actually looked at that box and thought, there's no way Pun's sausage fingers are going to get I that can't get open. in there. I don't want to break it. <laughs> Hang on, I'm using a pen. He's got no... Here, try this. Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> it is... So for those who can't see, which is everyone, it's a decision coin uh, flipped to decide. So whenever we're like flipping Hell cores, yeah. one side says Pun and one side says Belrog. Hell yeah. For how, our draft specials, cool let me see it. That? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah, dude, pun and ball ride. That's cool as hell. That's the best. Thank you so much, hey, Sarah. Uh, for the next pub crawl, if Sarah, does Sarah live far? No, she, I can't tell where she lives, but no. So you got no excuse not to be at the next pub crawl. <laughs> cool. Just clarifying She's that. in. Uh, be sure to click subscribe in the notification bell wherever you find your podcast and make sure to leave a five star rating. And please share our episodes. Copy, paste, hey, share. Hey, did to you friends. view my Spotify uh, profile? I did. Not. Did you click it? So you remember, should I have when you remember I, remember. I I didn't know I had one first of all, second of all, uh, the day you asked, hey, how do you listen Spotify or Apple Podcasts? Remember oh, yeah, that was yeah, that like yeah. last week or yeah, something? because of the previews. An hour later, somebody viewed my Spotify profile and I got a notification and I was like, I didn't even know I had a Spotify profile, mm. so I clicked on it. It was like user seven nine nine four four seven eight two. Whatever, B6. Next thing you know, the $86 in your checking account, <laughs> gone. I was like, they're taking over. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, Andy's checking to see how no. many times I've listened to the podcast. No, because it'd be not many. <laughs> I did share on our stories. If you go to Spotify, if you listen on Spotify, there's a little tiny rectangle of our of the logo of our podcast, very small on the left side. If you click on it, Gives you like a 60-second preview of episodes. Which they choose where and when to they do They choose. It. I can actually choose that, and I might from now on, because yeah. a lot of them were sports, and you know, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I might yeah, change yeah. that up. But it's pretty cool. I, you go into a little rabbit hole of 60 seconds at a time, actually. It's pretty fun. You can swipe up and go through all the episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at conversationalhumor underscore wpunballrog. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just caught a glimpse of my first movie <laughs> quote. <laughs>
I would say you can hit us up on Facebook, but puns off Facebook, and I'm flat out not keeping the Facebook page up. So it's just like fading into nothing. Oh, no. If you want to see reels of us since puns and a-hole. Do I need to go back on, to Facebook? You do. My uh, sister of the pod said, I miss puns, funny conversations with himself back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you want to see reels, find us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube at Conversational Humor Podcast. And we are on Facebook officially. Uh, Conversational Humor Podcast with Fun and Balrog. <laughs> if you haven't listened yet, go back and listen to episode 42 on the celebrities we would be most... Or no, that's that's uh, outrated. What was last episode? 43 of the people we want to fight the least. Right, right, right. I got right. some great errors and omissions, by the way. I won't even spoil it. All right, get into our appetizers section. We are, have been off for a week because I did not tell anybody this beforehand, but I flat out went to Vegas. Yeah, he's been gallivanting and traveling the globe. That's right. I went to play poker to live the dream of a poker life, mm-hmm. and I lost money, and it's not the greatest life. I don't know how anybody does that for a living. I got a text that said, uh, hey, bring a hoodie just in case or something. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that ain't for you. And I was like, well, this is weird because I'm yeah. in Vegas now I, with a hoodie. I followed you. I, I came. <laughs> So Steph did not know I needed a ride to the airport, and it was like the day we, our son had to go to school. So I had to ask mother-in-law of the pod, your girlfriend Patty, to come over and watch I our miss, son. I miss old Mrs. P, hey, Mrs. D. Crickets. Let me just say that was a very uh, quiet trip to the airport because Steph, Steph was not the biggest fan of mine on that drive to the airport. Oh, we didn't no. chit-chat much. Oh, no. She was, her blood was boiling. It was a little bit awkward. I was like, thanks, so babe. So when you were on your way to Vegas, she was dropping the kid off at school yeah. and then going yeah. to work. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> she's a good woman. Babe, I'll be back in about a week <laughs> after I have this fun. I didn't want to tell her because she loves it. I didn't want to brag about the Quiznos at McCarran. The best thing about the Vegas airport is that Quiznos right when you get off the and plane. And the slot. Oh. You know what always gets me? Is I, I don't play slots that often, but the slots at McCarran, I'm always like, you know what? If I was going to hit $6 million, it would be on the flight home. So let me hit it real quick. Would be and great. then you will spend another $200. <laughs> You're like, oh, man. What am I down now? What did I do? Dude, I got a couple things to say about Vegas. There was this, I'm going to tell, it's a longer story, so I'm going to tell it quick. There's an Arabic woman that sits down next to me on the right. And it's only important, her ethnicity, because she didn't speak English. Right. So she's sitting next to me, and I'm in seat number eight. So I'm, like, up against the dealer. And all of a sudden, her knee's on mine, and she's, like, popping it up and down and rubbing knees. So I just move over a little bit to avoid that. And then she, a couple minutes later, her knee's on mine, rubbing it down. I'm moving, moving, She was doing the man spreading, but as a woman. Yes, and she just kept following me, and she's chasing me. And now I'm against the metal box where they do the drops, where they put the chips in, you know, for raking off the table. And I'm like pinned into it. And she's like on top of me. And the guy across the table is like, how long are you and your wife in Vegas for? (laughs) He thought that was your wife? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's not my wife. I'm married, but that's not You thought Steph was mad on the ride home. Wait till she hears this. (laughs) Or on the ride to the airport. And she didn't say anything because she didn't speak English. And then 10 minutes later, another guy comes to the table. He's like, hey, you and your wife look like a great couple together. And I'm like, dude, that's not my life. Oh, my. She was that close to you? Her older sister comes to get her from the table because she lost her money at another table. And she and the dealer looks at me. and She goes, so who's this? Your mother-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. I tipped her $10 just for yeah, the joke. That's, that's fantastic. I was like, you're the best. But the greatest thing that happened, I went over to Caesars one morning, Pun, and I swear, every time I'm in Vegas, I see these same eight guys at the poker table. It's like... It's like their breakfast club. Yeah. These guys show up before everybody so that they're always at the same table and they just like all know each other. And I'm at their table. There was a what seat a open. Life. I know. Your breakfast club is poker. There's Vegas. a seat open. I swear to you guys, this old Italian dude. 
beats this guy and he's like, oh, I thought I thought maybe you only had, you know, a jack or whatever. And he's like, here, let me help you out. And he stands up, pulls out of a fanny pack, a pamphlet, hands it to the guy. And it says how to play No Limit Texas. <laughs> oh, I was my, like, I would leave. Dude, I almost fell out of my chair laughing. I was like, this is the greatest shit talk ever. Oh, my God. He gave God. him a pamphlet of how to play the game. He just beat him at. <laughs> I would bounce. I'd switch my flight. Guy was a legend. Uh, by the way, did you see? I saw yesterday on Facebook or Instagram, Vegas Caesars Craps Pits has six tables. The limit's 24 hours before the Super Bowl. The minimum bets on these tables. Oh, can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Well, they used to be still pretty high, so they were probably 25 bucks normally back in the day, which means they're probably 30 bucks now, which means they're probably $75. So the six tables were minimum bets of 50, Whew. 50, 100, 100, 100. And the minimum six, bets a hundred. Minimum, and the sixth table was just reserved. So what? Meaning is, you got to be on the list to play there, and who knows how high limits those guys are playing. If if the minimum bets a hundred, what does that make six and eight? Does that make it a hundred? Yeah, you have to bet like one twenty. One twenty, right? Yeah, it's it's outrageous. Good God, <laughs> I don't know the exact number. Well, all right, but well, for people to understand, I mean, playing normal craps with like a fifteen or a twenty dollar limit, you need two three hundred bucks to, just to yeah. sit down. So if it's fifty or it's a hundred dollars, you need a thousand or yeah. you know six seven eight hundred bucks. You need like thirty times the minimum bet. Yeah, this. so you're yeah. talking like three thousand dollars to just, sit just down. to be there at the table. Yeah, because you're gonna lose. You know, you, you're gonna lose money. some money. There's so much money in Vegas right now. It's crazy. You got anything for appetizers? I do, oh yeah! Now that I talked your ear off about Vegas, I went into this is what a gullible sucker I am. <laughs> I walked into T-Mobile to get not a sponsor. I walked in to get my phone. My signal is awful. I I struggle to send text messages. I've done everything that you can do. I've reset the phone. I've reset the network. I've deleted video. Left T-Mobile. So <laughs> we're about there. That was where like in my mind I was like, sir, if you don't fix this, I'm leaving. That's what I was saying on the drive there. I walk into T-Mobile, they do all the things I've already done to my phone, and they're like, and then it works miraculously when you're at T-Mobile. Oh, yeah. No problem. <laughs> YouTube fired up. I just, like, I had 7,000 G internet. So not only does my phone not get fixed, they sold me a $1,000 Apple Watch. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> is such a sucker, dude. Just like, but I got to say, why have I not been wearing an Apple Watch? <laughs> This thing is fantastic. Yeah, I'm a little jealous. Not only did they not fix my phone, they sold me a $1,000 watch. I'm happy about it. I was in Vegas, and you lost more than I did. I'm so happy. <laughs> this thing is fantastic. So the reason I brought that up is because I want to talk about how poor my diet has been lately. Oof. So I've been tracking my calories with my workouts in, in basketball and just normal. It tracks everything from your resting energy burnt to your active energy burnt. Uh, I'm burning on average 3,500 to 4,500 calories a day, which is a, a lot of calories. That's a lot of calories. I'm overeating that. <laughs> okay. It's so much easier to overeat than, than undereat. Like I burn. am outworking a typical bad diet in calories I burn every day, which oh. means, and I only eat once or twice a day like i'll go a long stretch but then i'm like well you know let's have a little slice of cheesecake the end of the night we're gonna have... you just have cheesecake in your house no, at all times i don't now but yeah i mean desserts are my thing so i i realized after looking at my calories and what i'm burning every day how bad my diet is it's insane it's, it's insanity it's so easy to overeat 
It's crazy. I text Pawn. I'm like, what are you up to tonight? Oh, I'm on a date with who? Little Debbie. Little Debbie. <laughs> Big Deborah. I mean, I just came over from Vegas. There's just, it's you can't eat healthy anywhere. No. And then, you know, the thing is, is I don't eat bad every day. But if you're strict for five days and you eat an insane amount on Saturday and a couple of cocktails. And it ruins then, it all. It ruins it all. Yeah. I drank six Budweiser's last night at poker. This is 1,200 calories. Exactly. Bro. Boom. That's my calorie intake for the day. <laughs> just drink a beer on a poker table. It's great. Yeah. By the way, don't let Pun lie to you. He came out to my Saturday morning basketball two weekends ago. First of all, Pun's way better at basketball than I am. It's not even close. <laughs> the time I had played with Pun previously, we were like 16 and you were still chubby. Yeah, yeah. And you were good back then, but you're you're the next level now. I mean, you're way better than me. This guy runs full court basketball, <laughs> fast breaking the whole time. And I'm like, Pun, I don't know if you know this. This is a dad's league. And we, we don't like to run this <laughs> well, much. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then he sends me a picture afterwards that he's at the gym. While I'm like laying on the couch eating a box of cheese, and I went, I played basketball again that day too. It's, I played with Russo for two hours. So, Pon, you you have your little debbies. <laughs> Get into our E's and O's section, our errors and omissions. From, I got one. You got one. Bring I it on. got one. Bring that's it on. Not a, I, that's an omission, not an error. Can we add to things that I did not know? Turn me on about women. <laughs> Who in the it. hell forgot to tell me? Women, this is very specific, by the way. <laughs> I don't like the way he's looking at me, to be honest with you. Women whose hair is starting to turn gray, like this gray streaks. Why is okay? Maybe I went on a botany <laughs> trip with my daughter and her botany teacher. Who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> is is this very nerdy, maybe 40, 45 year oldish gray starting to come in? Totally did not think of her at all when I looked at her, but. The, throughout the course of the the uh, botany trip, I would like out of the corner of my eye be like, "You're, she's kind of a, you're, are you a babe? You're like, you're, a, you're like a babe full of wisdom." And you know what it is? It was the gray hair looked phenomenal. Just on a her. couple strands. Just the couple little like. Pun likes it all natural. That means she's not coloring it or it, uh, don't. <laughs> color it ma'am who's married age gracefully cam come say hi to your stepmom <laughs> but no yeah she's a botanist listen I, I don't know if it was her being a nerd the glasses i don't know what it was but the gray hair just set everything destroyed off. pun it, it, i hope you do marry her it's a tale of as old as time. I've, if I've heard this story once, I've heard it a thousand times. Truck driver marries botanist. It's I just but gray hair is uh yeah I don't know it, it had a hold over me. You know what my theory is? You just wanted to cover the one group of women you haven't hit on over the microphone yet. One's <laughs> <laughs> got everything covered now. All of his bases covered. Uh, well, I had a couple omissions from episode forty three. The dudes we want to fight the least. Actually, this came from cousin of the pod. Texting me while I was in Vegas. My phone lights up and it just says. I never want to fight a bouncer. And I was like, yeah, that's a good one. Because yeah. bouncers are usually big. Yep. They're and if they're not big, they're scarier. Yeah, they're, yes, that's correct. You're, you're, why are you in this job? And they want the job because they want violence in their lives. Yes. And most bouncers think that they're the coolest people on earth, so they hit on the girls, and the girls flirt with them to the, get to the front of yes. lines, and yeah. they're left with sexual frustration week yes. in and week out. You can always tell. Like, the bouncer, when you walk into a bar, also should be noted, I do not go to bars that need bouncers anymore. Right, correct. But 
Uh, when you walk in, there's always a girl there. Yeah. Like he's sitting on a stool and she's like kind of in between his legs, like flirting. That guy's full of and way he, too much energy yeah. and testosterone. Yeah. You no. never want to fight. So we were at we were at the St. Patrick's Day Parade, the one that's in Corktown, Detroit, Michigan, the Sunday before St. Patty's Day every year. Fabulous time. And German Martin met us down there. One year, and he actually got down there, and he's like, "I'm not going to drink. I am." Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, Martin. I'm, I'm doing a, a diet cleanse. Like an hour later, he's on like his fifth Guinness. Yeah, he's hammered, <laughs> like, drinking right, black yeah, liquid black licorice. <laughs> there was this guy at the bar that said he had a gun. Allegedly, this bouncer had this guy. It was the guy you described. It was an old dude that looked not harmful at all. Yeah, those guys terrified. This me. dude is the scariest guy in Detroit. He had this guy on the ground, pun, and if you, can you touch your fingers to your forearm? No. No. Well, he was kneeling on this guy's hand so that his hand was flat against his forearm. Oh, man. And I'm looking at Cousin of the Pod and Martin, and I'm like, I'm terrified of this guy right now. And I'm like, dude, you you have to have already broken his wrist. Just let him up. And he then the bouncer said that he said he was going to get a gun or something like that. So I was like, you know, we're just going to leave. Hey, I couldn't even watch it, dude. Do you need assistance, sir? And the guy wasn't even squirming or squealing, which meant like, how high are you? Like, can you just imagine your wrist touching your? uh, No, I'm not. First of all, I'm I'm not (laughs) that flexible. So touch your toes. I mean, I'm telling you, I was at the old Miami awesome bar in Detroit a couple years later. And I'm looking at this guy. He wasn't a bouncer. He's at a table with a couple dudes. And I'm like, I don't know this guy. And it just dawned on me. It was him. And I was like, like, oh, it's Patrick Swayze from Roadhouse. (laughs) I was like, we got to leave guys in case this guy wants to fight. We have to leave. He's going to break our arms. So scared of that guy. The last two I got. How about Motor City Dan Campbell? Nobody wants to fight Dan Campbell. No, that guy would. You know, a it's a thousand crazy. bajillion milligrams of caffeine a day. Guys like that. Well, first of all, people have to understand how big of a human being he is. He also was a professional athlete. Yeah, those things together. Forget about. But it. if you were just talking personality, the kind of guy Dan is is he may not be able to fight that well, but he enjoys the chaos. So you never gonna beat Dan, dude. Now, I mean, it could be a minute in, it could be eighteen minutes Can into this fight. Imagine how high energy. <laughs> oh, he would be loving, like, dude, you just uppercutted the crowd. That was they were fantastic. Talking, they were punch. talking to Strahan before the NFC Championship game, and Strahan's like, "I'm not gonna lie, he was on my team, and I didn't like playing against the guy. He, he was annoying. He's just too much energy." Yeah, it's way too much. That yeah, that guy would. Uh... The last glaring omission I have, Chuck Norris. Nobody wants to fight Chuck Norris. Hey, did you know when Chuck Norris goes skydiving, <laughs> he uses a parachute because one time 65 million years ago he didn't? And you've seen what happened to the dinosaurs. <laughs> hey, did you know that uh, Chuck Norris was making jokes about Will Smith's wife one time and Will Smith went over and slapped his own wife? <laughs> did you know uh, when Alexander Graham Bell invented the phone, he already had three missed calls from Chuck Norris? <laughs> <laughs> God, we got to get off the check. <laughs> All right, get into our sports section. I basically just wanted to talk all Lions. Okay. We don't have to go on forever and ever because it's been two weeks. But I put on Facebook the other day that I could care less about the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, this is one of those weird years for me, too. I told people in Vegas that I was talking to. I will be in my nursing home when I'm 90 years old and still not be over that loss. We were in the Super Bowl. We were in the the Super Bowl. We were in the Super Bowl. We were in the Super Bowl. At halftime, 17-point lead. That's a three-possession game. It is – you cannot lose that game, how much it meant to the whole city. You want to know why we lost? Why did we lose? Because the guy's house I'm going to today, Johnny (laughs) – 
It was being funny. It was hilarious at the time. But in the back of my mind, I was like, he should stop doing this. He would walk outside or do whatever. And every time he would come back in, he'd be like, we're going to the Super Bowl, baby. And I I knew like everybody would laugh because he would just randomly come in the room. And it was hilarious when we're up by three touchdowns. It's not so funny at the end of the game because you jinxed us. I'm telling you, man, Steph, I was going to be in Vegas. Steph was like, you should extend your trip. I'll buy a plane ticket. Bring- what a great wife, by the way. I know. Hang on. <laughs> hey, we're not going to just breeze <laughs> over that. that. <laughs> Hang on. She's like, bring your work computer, work from, from the hotel. I'll meet you there. If I was this like, guy didn't marry you. couldn't love this woman <laughs> yeah, more. I love you. She was going to meet just she and I partying in Vegas yeah, for the Lions. Fantastic. Dude. What it meant to the city, Pond, to have never gone to a Super Bowl. And we were doing everything we wanted to the 49ers in the first half. It punching was... them in the mouth with that run game. Just pure devastation. And everyone talked for the whole week. I know we're just retreading conversations that have already happened. Yeah, but because we recorded so but Because we recorded so late. Everybody was talking about the fourth down going for it. The only two problems I had with the whole game was the second, the last fourth down he went was, for. Was that for three when he should have kicked a field goal? Could have kicked like a 48-yarder, which yeah. isn't automatic, but there was like seven minutes to go in the game, I think. Yeah. You have to you try to tie point. the game. That and means too much to the, the city. Time, calling the time or running the ball. That was the other one. At the goal line. Unforgivable. But, it's unforgivable. Do you know what you got to do? You have to have two plays there. If you're going, If you're dumb enough to run the ball, instead of just trying a pass, kicking a field goal, and then having the ball back, if you stop them three times with all three timeouts – if you're dumb enough to run the ball, you cannot burn the timeout. You have to hurry to the line with the second play that's called Correct. and throw it. Or you sc- cannot do what they did. My wife and daughter were looking at me like I was an alien because I was screaming at the yeah. TV. I don't, I'm not a TV yeller. It, 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 you have to score twice, one of them yeah. probably being a field goal. Why don't you just kick the, the field, field goal. goal there? There's so many things they could do there other than burn the timeout. Once you burn the timeout, you are giving up. You're done. It's over. The onside kick does not happen. It's no longer really a play in sports anymore. Also, I mean, I heard a great theory. I'm sitting there going, we could actually tie this. This miserable second half. All we got to do is score here, Mm -hmm. stop them three straight, and we have a chance to tie. Or we have a chance, say we kicked a field goal there. Say we just went for it on third down, passed it, clock stops, kick a field goal, Stop them three straight. We could score and then go for two. Everything yes. is in our hands. Well, that's why on the road. That's why the smart move is if you can't get the touchdown, you always like you don't go for it on on fourth down. You have to take the points because you don't want to take your team out of the game before the next possession. Right. It's like do you don't have to live or die by getting this touchdown first. Yeah. Get the field goal and your boys are still alive. You're alive still. Exactly. And if you miss on getting that touchdown. Then it's over. As soon as they called that timeout, you could see the dudes on the sidelines. Mentally, they ha- they were like, the game's over. But it was an unforgivable mistake, except for the fact that he's a fantastic coach. He brought us around. He get, he does get a pass for this. If this were any other scenario, we would he would be ostracized in this city. I mean, we love Dan Campbell. Yeah, we, he quoted this week saying, I don't care what it takes. We are going to the Super Bowl next yeah, year. Yeah. I mean, I I'm trying to I'm trying to think of an um, a, an example that would be like 
you could forgive somebody. This is it's a rare time where where the city's going to forgive him, but it was an unforgivable thing. That, that loss was so painful, and yeah. and to just give up like that on third down to say we thought we could trick him. It does, you cannot. I'm just going to say it a million times for the rest of my life. You cannot use a timeout there. No, that's the only the fourth downs. Other than I think one of them where, like I said, it's a couple of weeks ago. Now, I think it was the one where he, yeah, the 48-yarder or whatever, the closer field goal. That was the only one where I was like, we need these points. You need to take them. You need them. Um, And if you're going for it, and Amon or St. Brown is one of the best slot receivers in the NFL, probably the best slot receiver in the NFL. Yeah, probably the best. Why is he 20 yards downfield on like a fourth and three or four? I'm okay with the fourth downs. I mean, you know, I'm okay with the fourth downs. But you got to pull some play out of your bag that like you haven't used all year. It, It was... I, Dan Campbell said it the best, Juan, because I'm speechless. I'm still so upset about it. I was utterly useless at work that next morning. I like just stared at my computer screen like wanted to cry. Yeah. You don't get those chances all the time. Just because they were here this year and just because we're a young team doesn't no, mean we're going back. That's the problem. And I think people don't understand that. You have to take advantage be, when it's in front of you. Yes. Just because we were there this year does not mean we're going back. It's no guarantee. Although, I, I mean, we're a young young team who needs quite a bit of defensive help but we're we're, we're we should be here for a while they're gonna get it and this is uh the drafts in downtown detroit by the way this year i know so I'll we'll be down there, there yes drafting I'm, all defenders i'm in so yeah this i couldn't care at all about the super bowl tonight for the first time in my life i just don't care that the game's on i'm still so bummed about the Lions. i am can you even imagine the two-week lead up we would have been watching all the sports highlights the interviews everything Pun. yeah it's in vegas this year I'm committed to uh, to three parties, and I don't want to go to any. <laughs> I have a problem with saying no to people. It would have been me, Steph, and that woman that everyone thought was my wife in Vegas just yeah. partying, <laughs> partying <laughs> our asses off. All right, it's ad time, baby. Let's do it. This <laughs> This week's ad comes from, you guessed it, the Jensen Insurance Agency. <laughs> Kenny. Kenny. Oh, by the way, I cannot remember who just asked me yesterday. Somebody just asked me, hey, are you being funny or should I actually call Kenny? Who just asked me about Kenny? We Anyways, are not being funny. He, well, we are. <laughs> he should be getting a phone call because somebody's policy was about to expire. Who the heck was it? There you go. Anyway, we got him a customer Whoever yesterday. Whoever the heck you are. Whoever you are. It's probably like a close friend and I'm just a scumbag <laughs> and don't remember who it's it was. Best. It's, it's Pun's mom. <laughs> It was your daughter, right. dude. <laughs> you can call Kenny at 248-546-9400. You can find him at kjensen at jensenagency.com. And you can look up his company and business at www.youguessedit.jensenagency.com. And if you guys are interested, if you have a private business, a small business, and you're interested in us reading ads for you, these ads are working, hit us up on the socials. All right, it's list time, baby. Let's do it. And this week's list is our favorite comedy movie quotes. <laughs> and since I said that most of them are going to be, I'm assuming you're the same as me, 90s and 2000s, I decided to reel off a few of them from the 80s that I do use. Okay. How about uh, Crocodile Dundee? Oh, that's not a knife. This, this is a knife. Is a knife. <laughs> How many times did you say yeah, it as a yeah, kid? Yeah, a thousand and you times. thought you were a stand-up comedian yeah, while yeah, you were saying it. Yeah, that's a good one. And the last one I have is from Ghostbusters. You know which one I'm talking uh-uh. about? We came, we saw, we, we kicked his ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray. All right, you want to start us off? My first one is I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? 
<laughs> it's from Meet the Parents. Meet the parents. He's like, oh, you can you can milk anything with nipples. That's, dude, my favorite part <laughs> is what he's talking about because he's you pretending he milked a cat and he's doing the little teats into the saucer. <laughs> I love it that you came around the gate with that one. That one definitely is on my list. No yeah. doubt about it. Um, as I said, the ones that I probably quote the most. Go ahead. Uh, I did make a mistake because I didn't know we were doing only comedy quotes. I have a serious one that's very funny to me. It's very funny. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> I got a couple. Like uh, I don't know if it's considered a comedy movie, but like Sandlot. Mm. Forever. Ever. Or You're Killing Me Smalls. Yeah, You're Killing Me Smalls is a <laughs> big one. I use that basically every day of my life. But the ones I quote the most are easily, when I was doing this list, Billy Madison and Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber's a big one. Big gulps, eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so I'll see you say- later. Dumb and Dumber, I have like a list of 10. I put Harry, I took care, I took of, care it. of it. <laughs> you sold a dead bird to a blind kid. Yeah. <laughs> Our pet's heads are falling so, off. So good. Every time anybody takes medicine around me, pills are good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're telling me there's a chance. We landed on the moon. <laughs> that was my favorite. It's like, it's like I, I, are those yours? <laughs> Both of them? Both of them? I'm talking about skis. <laughs> what do you say when you really like a girl? Uh, I like a, a I lot. Like a, a lot. <laughs> Why are you going to the airport? Flying somewhere? <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> was way slippy, off. slappy, swammy. Uh, let's put another shrimp on the bobby. Hmm. Come on, man. Dumb and uh, Dumber is full you, of them. You had two pairs of gloves this entire time? <laughs> yeah. We're in the Rockies. Just go, man. Just let it go, man. How about you can go ahead and finish this one? We got no food. Uh, we got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> Just when I thought you couldn't get any dumber. All right, so we'll we'll switch it up a little bit. You you remember the movie Baby Boy with Tyrese and Ving Rhames? I, I definitely do not know that movie. Plan. Listen to me, it's a cult classic, and if you have not seen Baby, although I don't know if it'll translate. All right, so Ving Rhames, who I'm sure most people know, he's very famous, but he's a massive individual. He is a stone-cold gangster in this movie. And Tyrese is kind of like a wannabe. All right. And Ving Rhames is dating Tyrese's mom, and Tyrese is picking at this guy the whole movie, and he's just, Ving Rhames is being <laughs> He's nice. dating his mom. He's dating his mom, yeah. So <laughs> uh, Tyrese is sitting on the couch talking junk, and Vin, Ving Rhames goes behind him without him seeing it and puts him in a headlock, and Tyrese goes, Mom! And he gets Ving Rhames goes, that's right, call for your mama, Jody. <laughs> so when, and you use this in everyday life. Whenever I wrestle with my son, whenever I'm doing any kind of, I'm like, that's right, call, call for, for your, your mama. mama. <laughs> Dude, it's my favorite. Uh, Billy Madison? You blew it! You got any from Billy Madison? No, none. What? Nope. I am the smartest man alive! No, I don't use any from Billy Madison. You don't say the word goo? Nope. Go! Mm-mm. Uh, I, you ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Or t- 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 today, Junior. T- 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 today, <laughs> Junior. <laughs> um, what do you got for wedding crashers? I got. I only have four for wedding crashers. Um, <laughs> were they built for speed or for comfort? <laughs> you, you motorboat <laughs> son, son of a bitch! You, a, you old sailor! Absolute, you <laughs> absolutely the first one on my list. Make uh, me a bicycle clown! Oh yeah. <laughs> um, what was the other one where he's talking and he's like, "Lock it up." Why don't you get <laughs> under the table and have some real problems? <laughs> why don't you? Oh, no. Why don't you get why don't in front of the whole family? Yeah, why don't you try getting <laughs> in front of the whole damn family and have some real problems, <laughs> jackass? We got a stage five clinger. I mean, we use the word stage five clinger ever since that movie came out. Um, 
What else are, are uh, from Wedding Crashers? Those are the only two I got. That's um, what Maryland does. Football and crab cakes. Football and crab cakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got one from Kingpin that you do you know the movie Kingpin? Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Do you remember at the beginning when he can't make rent? No. And so the I don't old, remember the, movie the old landlord is that gnarly old woman, so he has to sleep with her. To, <laughs> oh no, I don't remember. And it. afterwards, he's throwing up in the toilet. She's smoking a cigarette, and she goes, "What is it about good sex that makes me have to crap?" Oh my god! <laughs> if you don't say that to Steph. <laughs> <laughs> no need, comment. You need to have a pen in your hand like you're smoking no a cigarette. <laughs> Sheets over my nips. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, remember Friday Night Lights? Oh, dude. And he's like, <laughs> they expose themselves. Yeah, they put their oh waiters on God. the glass <laughs> at the Alano at the Club. Alano Club? <laughs> right, that's no good. Oh, my that's God. The, I always say How that. How did I miss Friday Night Lights? They had their waiters on, on the, the glass? glass? That didn't yeah. know Billy Bob. That's a pig. I know. <laughs> That movie's so good. Tweeter, you think you're going to enjoy prison? I don't know. What? What about American Pie? This just, I don't know why that made me think of one time at band camp. I, I know. You can't. We can't. Ma, we can't, we have, can't have Mama Baylock here in that one. <laughs> the other one from American Pie I have is uh, when he, in the scene with the apple pie and the dad barges in. Oh, on, yeah. And he's like, don't worry. We'll tell your mother we ate it all. We ate it all. Yeah. <laughs> the dad was awesome in that. Those by movies the way. blew people away. What about. Uh, How about Van Wilder? You didn't watch Van Wilder? I, you know what? I did, but it, when it first came out, it's been so long, I could not quote that. The movie. only one I really quote from that movie all the time because he says it to his assistant, Taj, the whole time is write that down. Right. So every time I say something, I'll write that down. You know, that movie's based off uh, Burt Kreischer, right? I heard that. Yeah. Actually, when I Googled it for the movie quotes to see if I was missing any, that was the first thing that came up was Is Van Wilder yeah. based on Burt Kreischer's life? Yeah. And it is a true story. Yep. It's cray cray. At least Burt still says it was. Um, what about what about from Bad Boys, where he knocks on the door and he's like, "We were wondering if we could borrow a cup of brown sugar." And then uh, Martin Lawrence is like, "Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes." <laughs> I always, I always say that, but obviously not in public because I would get Lawrence murdered is for so it. So good, it's so funny. How about the wedding singer? Mm. That's what I wanted this to turn into. Me naming a movie, yeah. pun just reeling uh, off. Why don't you take off my Van Halen t-shirt before you jinx the band <laughs> Man, and they, they break, break up? up. <laughs> uh, they were cones. What else do I got from Wedding Singer? Sir, one more outburst like that and I will strangle you with my microphone cord. <laughs> and every wedding we ever went to after the Wedding Singer came out was the Mutants at Table 9. So we always mess with family members yeah. and put them at Table 9 at all yeah. of our weddings. Um, what about, hi, I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> what? That's from old school. Old school. <laughs> Yeah, you know that is the direct that's Todd Phillips who directs the movie. Oh, really? The knocks on the door. He does a cameo in all of his movies. What else from old school? <laughs> you're my boy, Blue. Blue, you're my boy. Right, we're going streaking. <laughs> earmuffs. I say earmuffs all the time because of old school. Old school, I think, is actually my favorite comedy of all time. Yeah, I think Wedding Crashers. Maybe. Is, uh, uh, so I bounce back. I got like five of them that I I do this debate with. Old school wedding crashers, dumb and dumber. Which means they're all in your they're, time. All they're all in the Mount Rushmore. So you know, I, how about you? Just took one of the jugular, man. <laughs> you know, I, I like you, you but you're, you're crazy. crazy. But I like you. <laughs> but I like you. Um, I did. I I think I did tell it on the on the pod where I was sitting at home and uh, me, Jackson, and I were bored, and I was like, "Dude, you've never seen old school. Let's watch it." You the from the opening scene. I was like, oh, you can't watch this. We got to pick a different movie. Yeah. Yeah. I've tried that with my daughter, too. I, I don't know how stupid I was to think we could watch The Hangover together. Yeah. And that made it about four minutes. And I was like, oh, this is way, oh, yeah, yeah. way well, bad. Yeah, we were bad And their kid. responses are always, 
I hear this in school every day. I'm yeah. like, yeah, but that's between your friends, not between a parent and you. Yeah. Uh, how about in old school um, when he said, <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'll do one. You know, here, you know, what hit I your lips. It's so cold. It's so cold. <laughs> Will Ferrell is so uh, good. I don't know. Bed, Bath, and Beyond. Maybe I don't we'll have enough time. We were at the Olive Garden, which was lovely. You know what? Um, and uh, I stared, found myself staring at the waitress, <laughs> wondering what kind of uh, panties, what kind of panties, uh, underpants, pantaloons, underpants she was wearing. <laughs> Thought maybe uh, standard cotton. <laughs> yeah, he goes in. For- what are we not in the trust tree? <laughs> Will Ferrell is the best. Yeah, he's so good. Everything he did was improv. The ca- the cast couldn't work with him. Jimmy Fallon laughs in every one of Will Ferrell's skits. Uh, speaking of Will Ferrell, I just watched. Have you ever seen? I watched on a recommendation of a guy I used to work with the other guys. Oh, with my Mark God. Wahlberg. Shot Derek Jeter. Get, <laughs> get it on, take the shit. Yeah, he's like, get it on, play. He's like these uh, these braised ribs taste like a dog's. <laughs> His Dude, character is I, so funny. I love... Didn't go the way I thought you was going to go, did you? Because now, now you're lying out yeah. to sea with a school of tuna fish. That is one of the funniest scenes it's ever. So I don't yeah. know how Mark Wahlberg kept a straight face in that movie. Dude. So good. What's the new River Band he keeps putting on the radio the yeah. whole time? <laughs> I love how he just keeps pretending like Eva Mendes is ugly and Mark Wahlberg is like, Dude, so, what, you're joking, right? That's I not your wife. Believe. And he's like, yeah, she's all right. I went this long without seeing that movie. It was spectacular. Dude, it's so good. Whose baby is it? When she says she's She's pregnant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how about Will Ferrell and Anchorman? See, Anchorman is another one that I didn't like. To me, I, I didn't kind of a big it. deal. People know me. People. I have many leather-bound books. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. <laughs> that movie's an absolute classic. Yeah, people like I watched it once, and I was like, I don't get it. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, Anchorman's a movie that grows on you as you watch it That's, over and over. So I've seen some some clips from it, and it does look funny now. But uh, when Paul it. Paul Rudd's in, the, I mean, that's that was the movie that made Steve Carell really famous. Dude, I love Carell. I love I, loud noises. <laughs> he's so good. And when Paul Rudd takes out the Sex Panther cologne, and he's like, it works on women sixty percent of the time. Every the time. time. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, say yeah. that all the time. It's so good. Uh, do, here's a uh, scene. Smells we, like Bigfoot's. D- we can't. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I use so many of these in everyday life. It's unbelievable. Here's a serious one. I totally forgot to put Austin Powers. Did you watch those movies? I mean, I wasn't. No. I, so I like goofy comedy. No. But to me, that's over the top. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't a big Mike Myers guy. How about uh, Ace Ventura? Yeah, oh, come on. Alrighty then. then. My son just saw Ace Ventura recently and loved it. Oh, by the speaking of my son, I almost forgot and skipped over Tommy Boy, which is oh. his. My son loves 90s comedies. <laughs> Did I hear a niner in there? <laughs> Tommy want wingy. <laughs> Tommy, what kind of a what kind of hotel is this? Richard, what's happening? <laughs> you want me fluff your pillow? What kind of hotel is it? No, go away. Me want sleepy. <laughs> that was Chris Farley in his prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people go to school for six years. Yeah, they're called they're, doctors. They're called doctors. Ever since that movie came out, I can't do the uh, Darth Vader impersonation without going, Luke, I am your father. In the wind and the fan. Yeah. So good. I was uh, checking the specs on the end line for the rotary girder. <laughs> yeah, I'm a <laughs> And when he, how about when he opens the car door when it's busted off the off of his? Oh yeah. What'd you do? <laughs> 
fat guy in, in a little coat. That's where he says, Richard, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> it's so good. Could you imagine hanging out? I mean, we, he was one of my guys, if you remember, the people we'd want to drink with the most that are oh, alive, yeah, party yeah, with him. Yeah. Farley was on my list. Yeah. Could you imagine how outwardly entertaining that guy was oh, like, my God. at all times? Yeah. Here, Oh, so here's one I say that's not funny is I always go, say when. Say when. From Tombstone. Oh, my God. Oh, I'll be dude. your Huckleberry. Tombstone is like the Come most on, quotable movie of all oh, time. Johnny uh, Ringo. Where are you going with that shotgun? <laughs> yeah. My favorite line of that whole movie is when he's wasted playing poker. And they're like, Doc, maybe you should quit. And he's like, I have not yet begun to defile <laughs> yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so good. I know, Ike. We can have a spelling contest. <laughs> Go. Well, I'll be a daisy if you do. A daisy if you do, man. Doc Holliday, he dis- That was roid, that character. That, oh, so good. My wife does not like Western movies. She doesn't like action movies with like fights. Every fight scene in a movie she hates, shootouts she hates. She watched Tombstone with me. Well, that just took her down a notch. I know, right? But this will put her back up. She watched Tombstone with me once and loved it. Okay. Like, immediately. Deal. Everything that Doc Holliday says in that movie is so funny. Yeah. You're not wearing a bustle. (laughs) (laughs) Wyatt, you're an oak. (laughs) How about Dazed and Confused? Did you ever go into a Dazed and Confused rabbit hole when you were younger watching it? I watched it one time. I mean, McConaughey's line. Yeah. You know that was one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. What, what does he say? That might be the most quotable line in any movie of all time. He's like, I think that was his first movie. I keep getting older, and they stay the same I, That's what I love about those high school girls. I get older, they stay the, the same age. It's the most disgusting <laughs> line ever. Are you cool, man? Like, how? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that's how you used to ask people back in the day if they smoked weed. Yeah. Um, Did you watch the show... Did you watch the movie Can't Hardly Wait? This is like my guilty. Yeah. Part. It's oh, yeah. Kenny Fisher's character in that movie is yeah. so good. Seth, Seth, uh, oh, Seth Green. <laughs> Whoa, geek, who said you, you could, could sit, sit with us? us? Shouldn't you be at home playing with your computer? Argle. <laughs> <laughs> at the his very first line in the movie is, hey, yo, I gotta have sex yeah, tonight. I got to have sex. <laughs> yeah. And then they show his bio and it's like, quote, picture, <laughs> yeah. me, picture me rolling by Tupac. Dude, I forgot about Can't Hardly Wait. Kenny Fisher is one of my favorite characters in any movie. I, this, so this is why I didn't write that many down because I knew with you talking I was going to think more. <laughs> what about Friday where he's like, uh, oh, he's like, I got mind control over Debo. He'd be telling me to shut up and I do. I'd be quiet. But when he leaves, I'd be talking again. <laughs> that's my, <laughs> my favorite part of Friday is that that's the one where they like the guy smokes the weed or does the drugs. And he's like under the back steps. He's like, yeah, like, yeah, all, yeah. All yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you ever see the movie Airheads? With Adam Sandler, and Brendan Fraser, and Steve Buscemi, where they like? Rob. I know the movie, but talk about they, it a little bit so I can see if I remember. They have a single they want to get on air, and so they stick up a radio station with squirt guns to get. Oh, them to play aren't they their wearing song. like nylon things on their face? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Adam yeah. Sandler. Adam Sandler plays the dumb drummer, and the uh, the name of their band is the Lone Rangers. Hmm. So they stick up this this radio DJ, and they're like, "Okay, how do you want me to announce you?" And he's like, "Tell him, tell him where the Lone Rangers," and the guy's like. How can you be a lone ranger when there's three of you? <laughs> Adam Sandler looks at him and he goes, no idea what you're saying right now. <laughs> My buddy Sean and I say that nonstop. No idea what you're saying no right now. No idea what you're saying right now. Uh, I already did the Sandlot. How about the Hangover? Oh, yeah. Hangover is chalked full of them. Yeah. Toodaloo, motherfucker. Toodaloo. Peace out, gay boys. <laughs> so long, gay boys. Yeah. Maybe he's on a heater. And you never leave the table when you're on a heater. Paging doctor. (laughs) 
you clipping that beep, out. Just beep it. How about uh, when he first, when Doc, man, uh, Mr. Chow first pops out of the trunk and he's got the tire and he's like, you want to f*** on me? Yeah, you want, I f*** on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Or when they finally think they're meeting back up with Doug and he's like, I'll be you, Doug. Uh, I'm sorry, our dog is a white. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he goes, yeah. hey, man, easy on that shit. Easy on that shit. I say that line all the time. Hey, man, easy on that shit. <laughs> and when he's singing in the car, we're the three best friends that, that anyone yeah. can have. Uh-huh. And how many times, having just been in Vegas, how many times do you think those poor desk clerks at the oh, front? Excuse me, can I, can I ask you a question? Yes, exactly. <laughs> is this a, is, is this is this a real scene? Did they actually reside <laughs> How many times do you think people asked them that for years on that movie? What is do you it, guys wait, have a, a payphone bank? I'm not getting a cig on my beep. <laughs> <laughs> Alan is so good. Dude, Alan's the best. Hey, uh, you guys ready to let the dogs out? Oh, you, you know what I forgot? <laughs> uh, not from the hangover. Mom! The meatloaf! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> never know what she's doing up there. That's from uh, Wedding Crashes. Wedding Crashes. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, how do you die? Hang crash it. All right, hang glide. What did what? he say? Uh, uh, dead. He goes, one minute, you're cool. Look at me. Oh, I'm up here. I'm hang glide. Ah, bang, dead. <laughs> Idiot. And that girl walks out of his bedroom. And then yeah. she's like, I'm going to go. He's like, yeah, babe, do whatever it is you got to do. do. <laughs> uh, how about the movie Dodgeball? I only got really one with Dodgeball, but everybody says it. It's when, uh, who's the guy? Jason Bateman is the announcer mm-hmm. on ESPN, the Ocho. The Ocho. Uh, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Bold strategy, yeah, Cotton. Bold- <laughs> I use that one all the time. The announcers use that now yeah. because of it. Yes, exactly. Uh, Step Brothers. Did oh we just become best God. friends? I'm, yep. so, I'm so not a raper. <laughs> this house is a prison. <laughs> that movie is so good. You had this, he had this look in his eyes. <laughs> You got any from a uh, 40-year-old virgin? I got one. Oh, man. When he's going, when, he, when he, the girl's taking him home from the bar, and he's like, hey, hope you got a big trunk, because I'm going to stick my bike in it. <laughs> <laughs> like spectacular writing, dude. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, my God. Do you like that movie? Yes. Some people, it's I like people love, love it or movie. hate it. You haven't eaten all day. God. <laughs> Freaking idiot. idiot. Give me some of them. Give me some of them tater tots, Napoleon. LaFonda's 100% my soulmate, Napoleon. <laughs> Make Jeff. yourself a damn quesadilla. I got nunchuck skills, bow hunting skills, <laughs> computer hacking skills. Tina, you fat Ste- lard. <laughs> <laughs> Steph and I used to text each other back when we were in our like in love days and we would take yep. turns like seeing how long we could keep, keep quote Napoleon Dynamite quotes going. <laughs> she was like, it's a liger. Dude. <laughs> half lion, half tiger. The- Dancing scene. Your mom goes to college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dancing scene may be one of the most criminally underrated funny scenes so of all time. When he's so eat, in the mountain boots or the freaking <laughs> snow boots. Those were like the snow boots you got from Kmart that cost nine bucks when and we got made fun grade. of. Yeah, they, absolutely. I got made fun of so much for wearing boots That's why boots I got like such that. thick skin because of those boots. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and he's just getting after How about, how about Uncle Rico? Hey. How much you want? Bet I can throw a football over the mountains. <laughs> I can throw this football a quarter. I can throw this pigs in a quarter mile. Quarter mile. Throw this football over the mountains. Did you ever watch Super Troopers? Yeah, that was definitely our rotation. Littering, Littering and, and <laughs> smoking the. Reefer. I'm freaking out, man. Dude, I'm freaking out back when here, he man. Backs up when they fly off and that then backs scene up. Is it is spectacular. The funniest. And he starts eating all the weed or oh. all the mushrooms. He's like, by the way, you're gonna like owe me like. <laughs> You know what I forgot about? The breakup. Sir, move that gigantic cotton candy. <laughs> I want a liter of cola. You boys it's like for a cop. 
Hey, you boys like Mexico. <laughs> Remember the breakup when? Uh, oh my god, I Je- forgot about. Also, the breakup did not make my list. I forgot about when, it. When uh, that was when I first realized, like, oh my god, Jennifer Aniston may be the <laughs> most attractive woman on earth. But so her and Vince Vaughn break up. And then she brings over the new boyfriend. Isn't he like a doctor? He's like handsome. And she like, so she introduces him. Then she walks in the bathroom and she, and Vince Vaughn's playing Madden. So she thinks it's going to piss off Vince Vaughn. And she comes out and they're both playing Madden. He's like, he's like, I can't take credit. I got what I He's like, I can't take credit for it, Mike. I got to give credit to these little digital men. He's like, while your guys are out drinking, my guys are running routes. So um, does it feel good to be a champion? Yeah, Mike, it does feel good to be a champion. <laughs> and they get in the elevator, and she and he's like, dude, Greg is awesome. And she's like, yeah, he's all right. He goes, all right, Greg's all time. All time. <laughs> That's the funniest That movie's scene. so good. But I always, so Russo and I always go, I, got, I, got, I can't take credit. I got to give credit to these little, little digital men. Little digital men. <laughs> so funny. You ever see the movie, this one is some of the quotes I use the most also. Did you ever see the movie Grandma's Boy? Yeah, yeah. Which one I, can't <laughs> I can't stop. I can't stop. That scene is so inappropriate. Mama Balog, please do turn not this. watch. Do not Grandma's watch Boy. any of these movies we're talking Grandma's about. Grandma's Boy, I hate your face. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who plays the bad guy, yeah. and he just always talks like a robot. It's so good. Adios, churd nuggets. Hey, do you know I can't stop thinking in my head this whole time? I cannot stop thinking about, whoa, geek. Who said you could sit with us? I because so funny. When like I do that to new employees. Mike Dexter's a god. <laughs> when Mike Dexter's a role model. Whenever anybody comes in and sits down, I always just Yo, I geek. Oh, that's I that's how I gauge their <laughs> coolness to see if they know the quote. I thought of he that. He turns his hand upside down. <laughs> To make glasses when he calls him Mark. That is like the most underrated comedy of it's all so time. Good. Whoa, geek. Uh, Who said you could sit with us? How about the scene in Grandma's Boy? That was Nick Swartzen in his prime. Oh, like that yeah. and Blades of Glory when he's doing the dance, dance, dance You're revolution. And he's yawning during DDR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Shit's yeah. weak. Shit's weak. Keep your voice down. My roommates are sleeping. Oh, you mean your parents? <laughs> you mean your parents? <laughs> And when uh, the bad I can't think of his name, uh, the bad guy who thinks he's a robot, he's like, I'm thinking about getting metal legs, but it's a risky operation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's one from 21 Jump Street, just the one line with Jonah Which Hill one? and uh, what's his nuts? Uh, he says, Channing Tatum? When he's, yeah, when he's, they're trying to act like they're- Yeah, just pulled that hard throb out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, Pun's got him on his speed Magic dial. Mike. <laughs> uh, when he, they're trying to act like they speak Spanish, and he's like, how come he's not talking? He's like, my name is Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody says, my name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. Uh, how about Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, Wolf of uh, Wall Street is so quotable. <laughs> Steve Madden. <laughs> or when he does crack with uh, Jonah Hill for the first time, he's like, I want to run. I want to run like lions and tigers and bears. <laughs> that movie's so good. And when he's like, hey, man, you want a, one of these uh, non-alcoholic beers? He's like, so what? Uh, you drink enough and you, you get f***ed up? <laughs> no, there's no alcohol in them. Listen, I'm not a scientist. I don't know what the f- you're I don't talking, know what the f- about. talking about. <laughs> so good. Uh, when he's like, I gotta figure out a way to get up this girl's apartment. When he first meets Margot Robbie, and they go yeah. out, they go yeah. out and like hang out, and he's like, just go home, just go home, Jordan. He's like, I gotta figure out a way to get up there. And she's like, so uh, you want to come up for some tea? And in his own head, he's like, tea? F- yeah, I want to come up for some tea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so good. Dude, let's talk about Margot Robbie in that movie. Oh my Jeez. God. Rhyming. Or the one of the few German words I know is from that movie when they're on that airplane. Hilfe! <laughs> <laughs> Screaming help in German. I just can't stop thinking of the scene where she's mad at him and she cuts him off. Remember when she, like she's sitting down 
Oh yeah. And she's like, Oh yeah. None of this for you. And he's like, Well, what you didn't know is that daddy had nanny cams installed. Yeah. And uh, the, are you got you boys loving this? And, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a good movie. Mm. What about bad boys? You kicked a vet out. You kicked a vet out <laughs> naked? She's a masseuse. She massages shit. <laughs> Uh, I speaking of Blades of Glory because we washed over. You never watched Blades of Glory? No, that movie is. Is it fun? Okay, here's my it problem. It is funny because the cover was them in the yeah, full yeah. uniform. So I go because like Austin Powers is one level too goofy for funny for me. So I thought Blades of Glory was going to be no. that way. Will Ferrell is so good in Blades of Glory. He's he's like a a tough guy skater, and the kid from uh, Napoleon Dynamite's not. And like Will Ferrell's a sex addict, so he goes to like counseling. And after, <laughs> of course after counseling, <laughs> the counselor turns his headlights on. He's like, hey, all you guys. And all the people that were in counseling are all behind bushes, like making out. <laughs> it's like so good. There's a chase scene where they're walking in ice skates, like super slow. <laughs> that movie's spectacular. But so it's worth watching. This. It's so all worth right, Because I boycotted it for a little Nick Swartzen's in it, and he is a biggest fan of the ice skaters. And he's like, I'm still going to wear your skin to my birthday party. <laughs> it's so good. The last movie. Do you have any more movies? Uh, sorry, I haven't been looking at my You're list. <laughs> I knew we'd just start riffing. That's why I just was like, <laughs> I'm just waiting to hear what Andy says. The last movie I had on my list, and I can quote basically the entire movie, and we do it all Christmas season as Christmas vacation. Oh, yeah. Clark, it is good. It is I mean, good. I can quote that good. whole movie. All right, getting into our goodbyes, we, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we did pick up two countries. Okay. As usual. Switzerland? We already have Switzerland. I knew that. It's one of our 39. I'm going to go. We didn't have Australia. We didn't have Australia. I'll give you a hint. They both, <laughs> we've had Australia for a while. <laughs> we joked about it being a country or a continent. It's both. It's both. It's both. Uh, both countries start with the letter S, if you care to do another guess. Slovenia? close since it starts with the letter S but not correct. I think we also have Slovakia already. We got Scotland. Czechoslovakia. Scot- we got the Scottish. That's awesome. That means somebody in a kilt was listening Listen to, to us. us. Throwing those big timbers. Alright, so another S. I'm gonna There's go. There's no way you're getting it. Uh, no way? No. Well, you okay, might. So it's clearly not Spain. <laughs> we already have Spain. <laughs> I'm the worst. Alright, uh, I'm gonna go with got nothing. Okay. <laughs> Any country, can I? I'd like to buy a vowel. Yeah, can I? Uh, because is, a, is there a niner? Is in there? here a niner? Oh, that's another one from Tommy Boy. Uh, it's because German Martin moved there to Singapore. Oh, yeah, I would not have got that. I know. I was like, oh, so that's the, a country, the huh? The birthplace of the happy ending. It showed up on there, and I was like, oh, that's a country, huh? I had no idea. Actually, I thought of German Martin when I was in Vegas. I had to take a lift from the airport. And you know, it shows your recent history. Yeah. And one of them said the flight club on there. I was like, oh, I remember when German Martin was in town. <laughs> By the way, closing thoughts. You know what I realized what brings people together more than anything? Cocaine. More more than cocaine, more than religion. Food. More than pride for America. When you're at a table in Vegas, I don't care if it's blackjack, craps, poker, Mm -hmm. and the drink lady comes around. Oh, This dude's like vodka soda. This person's like Bud Light. And I always say, give me a white Russian. And you know what happens then? Everybody changes their drinks orders to a white Russian. Really? <laughs> Everybody, dude. I, first of all, I've never had a white Russian. No. No, I haven't. Well, looks like next time we record, Pun is drinking a white Russian all in right. there. 
Yeah, I'll, there's also Girl Scout stands going up, so we'll eat Girl Scouts. Dude, that, well, let's do that. Girl let's Scout drink season, White baby. Russians and, and eat, eat Girl, Girl Scout, Scout cookies. cookies. I'm in. All right. Uh, I thought of this the other day, too, because uh, I forgot. We were at church a couple weeks ago, and my son looks at me after, after at the end of Mass. I was like, hey, uh, what'd you pray for? Oh, sorry. To, sorry, I got a notification on my Apple Watch. I've, sorry, I've, to, <laughs> sorry to cut you off. My son goes, I go, what'd you pray for? He goes, chicken nuggets. <laughs> Dude, that's. I was like, dude. I was like, that's awesome. It's so wholesome. It's so wholesome. You're I was like, like but you're not okay. supposed to pray for chicken nuggets. He's like, what? are you not supposed to? He goes, why? Wait. Wait. <laughs> well, let's talk about this. <laughs> Who said you can't pray for chicken nuggets? That's an excellent point. I mean, you made that rule I'm up. A- you're being a bad dad right now. <laughs> you can't just impose rules like see that. If there's a Bible verse on chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I walk in and his pastor's just in here. He's like, listen, with McDonald's chicken Chris, nuggets. You were right this whole time. Uh, and he looks at me and he goes, why? What'd you pray for? And then I had, to, I couldn't lie. I can't You're like, lie I don't know. Him. Health, happiness. A couple weeks ago, I couldn't lie to him. I was like, Lions victory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you could pray for the yeah. Leos, he could pray for Nugs. Got any Super Bowl predictions? Final scores? This one I'm, I'm having a tough time with because if we're talking just head to head, I mean, I'd pay, I don't know, dude. I wouldn't bet money. Okay, I'm going to have to make a pick. I'm going. If you had to put a hundred bucks on something, what bet are you making? No prop bets. No prop bets. Over-under or spread. What is the over-under? Six and a half for the Chiefs? No, 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 no. That's a spread. I mean the spread. Excuse me. (laughs) No, I think it's Chiefs one and a half or... Is it that small? I I haven't... So uh, this this just showed how interested in the Super Bowl I was. I have not looked at it. Who's in the Super Bowl again? Oh, not the Lions? Um, I'm going to go... I would probably pick an over under if I had to put if I had a gun to my head that I had to make a bet. I would go over under. I don't know what it is. I would probably go over. Because I think it's going to be, I, even though the Chiefs' defense is fantastic right now. I'm taking Chiefs' money line. Are you? It's my bet. I cannot bet against Patrick Mahomes. My son. So before we end, this is a quick little sports thing. My son on the way to basketball has the audacity to tell me he thinks Pat Mahomes is overrated. Oof. He go and I go, dude. He's Oof. on track to be the second best of all time. If he keeps he's this on track traje- to be the best of all time, <laughs> if he ke- yeah, if he can do this for another 10, 12, 15 years, I mean, he's, he needs a long another ten years yeah, at least. But he's on pace to be the greatest of all time, yeah. or Patrick one Holmes of the great. Not overrated. if the in in the way I said it was. So, anyways, I end up calling Russo, putting him on speakerphone, and I go, "You want to know what this knucklehead just told me? He told me Pat Mullins is overrated." And he goes, "I agree with him." Oh and Russo watches God. more football Russo, than anybody on earth. On, man. But you know how I killed the debate? I go, if we could start over right now and you could take every quarterback in the history of the NFL in their prime, tell me he doesn't go top five. Absolutely. To, who who are you taking? Brady. Brady. Mahomes. Okay, and I'll give you an argument for Montana. Or Elway. Uh, or, uh, but you're not taking John Elway over Mahomes. No. Mahomes is Aaron Rodgers. I guess if you're a no chance, he's got one Super Bowl. Mahomes My a- son wanted to take Aaron Rodgers <laughs> over Pat Mahomes. Mahomes is already the second best player of all time. And Russo, Russo told me he'd take Ben Roethlisberger over Pat Mahomes, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't have any words right now. I go, Russo I, did not say that. Yes, seriously. he did. He goes, dude, I'm telling you. He like, well, he like oh broke this whole thing. God. If I'm lying, hey, I'm dying. The text thread between us three later is going to be on fire. Call them out on I it. I can promise you that much. Yeah. Uh, my prediction for the game, final score, I think Bucker's going to get a bunch of long field goals. I think it's 23-21. Oh, you don't think it's going to be Kansas a high City. score? No, nope. I think it's 23-21. I think the defenses are going to show they out. They both have defenses, Every, uh, which makes me think it's yeah. going to be – this is Could how be. the NFL works. It's like you're like, oh, two uh, defensive juggernauts go up. It's going to be 55-52. to 52. Yeah. All right, um, my final score – now you got me scared. I'm going to go 31-27. 
Niners. Niners. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> yep. Quiz question. You know who the first ever Super Bowl halftime show entertainer was? When can can you give me a sort of a hint? I read something online that said, "Did you know in 1992?" There's oh. your hint. Fox decided to air a live episode of In Living what? Color at halftime to compete with CBS at halftime. The episode drew over 20 million viewers, and NFL and CBS didn't make a dime on it. So the next year, they said that was when Whitney Houston Super Bowl halftime. Whitney Houston sang the national anthem, the greatest of all time. I think was 1992. Might have been 92, and the halftime entertainer was Aerosmith, Michael Jackson. Oh, the king of pop! I would have tuned in. Can you imagine what a time to be alive? The greatest national anthem. I'm guessing is 92. The greatest national anthem of all time, and probably the greatest entertainer yeah. of all time at halftime. Second best national anthem ever was Roseanne Barr. <laughs> My prediction for next year's Super Bowl entertainment is because Usher's this year. It's got to be Post Malone, right? Who yeah. else is big enough? It's got to be Post Malone and t- and or Taylor Swift. T Swizzle's not going to do it. She won't ever do it. I don't think so. It's going to be Post Malone next year. All right, uh, next time. What are we doing next time, Pon? We're doing uh, things or times. Pon thought of this one just today. Times you need women's advice the most. The most. Love it. Because I have. Well, we'll save it. Yeah, we'll save it for next week. Hey, we're going to watch the Super Bowl and eat food. <laughs> also, I was told not to do something, and I'm buying a Dutch apple pie later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just tell your mother we ate it all. We'll, we'll talk about that later. All right. Let us know what we missed in the Spotify comments. Leave a five-star rating and send us any list ideas you might have. That's it for me. What you got, Pun? That's it for me, dog. Unless you got um, a best friend who's about 40 with gray hair, wears glasses, <laughs> nerdy, teaches botany, shoot her my way. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>